quote me, Dan. It, it's a small scene, but it's growing. Welcome to Startup Bill, the show where we discuss what it's like to build a tech startup and a startup ecosystem in a small city. I'm Mike Wolsfeld, our host is Dan Gold, and today we're talking with Darcy McLean, Executive Director of Sask Interactive. We had Darcy on the show last April to talk about the labor market and economic impact study that quantified the massive growth of the Saskatchewan tech sector in the years prior. The study was a great barometer of where the Saskatchewan tech sector sat heading into the pandemic. So we caught up with Darcy about where things are at today after nearly a year. But Sask Interactive does a lot more than measure Saskatchewan's tech sector. And we wanted to talk about what they're doing to help kickstart the Saskatchewan game development community. While there might not be many big game companies in the province, there are tons of people making games who are desperate for a community of support. We talked with Darcy about how he and Sask Interactive are helping bring those people together and build a strong foundation to grow the video game sector in the province. Welcome to Startup Dev. Startup Bill is brought to you by Innovation Place and Martin Charlton Communications. Darcy, thank you for coming back to Startup Bill. It's a pleasure to see you once again. Um, the last time we had you on, we were speaking about the Labour Market Economic Impact Study. Um, I wonder if it's possible uh, to kind of get an update on where we're at with that. Great. Yeah. Thank you, Dan, Mike, uh, for the opportunity to uh, be involved in your 2021 uh, Startup Bill podcast series. It's exciting times, uh, totally, uh, even amidst a, a terrible COVID pandemic, which is touching all our shores. But um, I have some good stories to tell your audience today. Really, um, to touch base on the LMEI study for 2020 that we did, um, a bit of an update to it uh, since our last podcast. Uh, it was commissioned in uh, March of 2019 and we launched it in May of uh, 2020. Um, again, the project was funded by Western Economic Diversification Canada and Innovation Saskatchewan. Really it was around the uh, benchmarking of uh, three principal needs that we wanted to address out of the, out of the tech study. Uh, in, in the tech sector, uh, identifying the, the sector in Saskatchewan, uh, analyzing the tech sector's labor force, and assessing the tech sector economic impacts in Saskatchewan. Um, since the launch of this study in, in May of 2020, um, it has provided you know, many indicators for uh, uh, the province uh, around value in the sector, um, informed business decisions, uh, in the business community, uh, the investment um, in the tech sector in, in the province. Um, but it has led to more of the growth in the tech sector. And you know, please, please keep in mind, Dan, that this is pre-COVID. Um, but also, the study had some really solid aggregate analysis and profitability around um, tech companies in Saskatchewan. And you know, I, I will do a quote here that I have been saying before that um, the direct GDP of $4.7 billion in 2018, which is 5.6% of Saskatchewan's total GDP. Um, you know, those are really awesome economic uh, statistics for the province. It's awesome activity for the province. And uh, I think that's, it's been very sound uh, details around that. The, the province itself has been, um, the premier in particular has also made 
um, the LMEI study part of his growth plan for Saskatchewan for 2030. So that in itself um, uh, lends a, a, an affirmation to the work that we've done in the study. Um, in addition, you know, it's uh, still attracting a, uh, an interesting labor force uh, from Canada and, and internationally. Many companies are, are using um, the Saskatchewan lifestyle and, and the affordability case here uh, to put roots in, in Saskatchewan. Um, and I found a really profound uh, demographic. Uh, Three-fifths of Saskatchewan tech workers here have pursued their highest education uh, attainment in the province. So that in itself is, uh, is showing that people are staying here. People want to still have their roots here, family here. So um, I'm finding that a, a really good, solid affirmation to use. Um, even though that COVID has indeed changed our, our tech study, um, and it's a 2021 is a census year, um, so there is some data that will need to be updated, but there's always a good chance to uh, use these data points with positive changes in the province. Um, I'm, I'm continuing to work with Nordicity, who, uh, who did the original data analysis in the, in the report, to make sure that the LMEI uh, study is... Um, it still has uh, the value of the data in it and will be used to benchmark um, the continued growth uh, in the Saskatchewan tech sector. So looking long term, you, you've created this effective benchmark of the data and being able to state clearly and concisely, this is the situation, this is where we're at. Um, uh, what's the hope for future cycles of this study? Will it be ongoing so that you can benchmark a long way into the future? Yes, Dan, uh, exactly. That's the purpose of it. So that uh, even though with the census year and the census data for 2021 will be conducted, um, the data is still very valid, uh, even though that it's coming up to May of this year uh, will be uh, uh, one year since we uh, commissioned it and, and uh, launched it. Uh, the value of that data is still quite uh, uh, is, is st still quite usable in the industry. The sector itself uh, will continue to grow for sure. Um, and even though there are some endpoints that will need to be updated um, because of COVID data and a census year, we'd be looking at possibly 2022 for a bit of an addendum to some of the data in the study. One of the elements that you just spoke about um, was uh, people who partook in, in, in this study or contributed to this study uh, attained their highest level of education here within the province. Do you think that's a sign that the education sector is really, truly delivering on not only their remit, but the remit of delivering programming that the people of here need? For sure, yeah, it's, a, it's an indicator that I'm uh, proud to say that most of the um, data that we found um, in from Nordicity's work and internally uh, our work that um, it, it shows that people want to still have their roots here and that academic studies are um, still well received in the computer science area, both universities, uh, SAS Poly, um, and now that there's more awareness in the tech space, tech sector, and 
um, the education or the academia attached to that, people still will look at that and say, hey, I still want to live and work here, even though I have my academic from uh, 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 post-secondary in Saskatchewan. That's a good sign that people want to stay in the sector uh, and stay in the province. So it, it does, um, it makes us really want to uh, be uh, very proud of that and proud of our academic standing that people get their certifications and their degrees from here and they stay. When it comes to uh, the breakdown of um, the people who you work with, that the, you support and those organizations, those individuals and the strategy moving forwards for them, where do we see the breakdown in people's specialisms in what they're doing as organizations and individuals? Do we kind of have a spread of of uh, different interests and, and specialties? There is for sure. Um, it, it, the, the LMEI study was focused on the tech sector, but there is other tech sectors here, ag tech, health tech. Um, there is a, a, a very good audience being um, utilized at uh, Innovation Saskatchewan Innovation Place, um, Luxonic, for example. You know, if, if there's an example that can become a, a very national, international piece, they are, it, that's a tech sector, but it's again, health tech, ag tech, that those are going to be up and coming. Uh, um, Carrie Harvey and I, had, uh, CEO of Innovation Saskatchewan, we've, we've had a, uh, several chats on uh, working together in the ag tech space and the health tech space. And it, it, it uh, to us, is something that Sask Interactive would love to be the champion and the advocate, not just because of the tech sector in Saskatchewan, but also the other tech sectors. So it is multifolded for sure, Dan. Um. And just taking one element of of some of the programming that you're involved in, recently you had the um, uh, the uh, game business level up workshop specifically targeted to the game developers. Now, from from an outsider's point of view, what support were you talking about within that session? So. Yeah, a good segue. Thanks, Dan. Um, so we, we commissioned a webinar series in partnership with SAS to help to deliver five work uh, webinars, workshops in the series uh, dedicated to the business of gaming and game development um, from, you know, multiple levels of pitching to marketing to legal. Um, it was, um, we've been asked to uh do a do a bit more in the game dev space, the game, uh, uh, the, the gaming space, and this series really was a webinar series based on uh, how can we uh, bring um, a, a series to the game community in a webinar form and um, bring in some experts uh, and use their knowledge and their insights to uh, uh, help us talk about. Uh, gaming and, and, and the game business itself in Saskatchewan. We, we tapped into, um, you know, folks like Jason Della Roca, you know, he spoke on funding and publishing and Chris Sikowski, he spoke on marketing to you, to your audience. Um, Joe Gill, a, a local lawyer here, uh, he spoke on legal and IP law. And, um, it was, 
um, those pieces had always been kind of asked for and, and, and have never been talked about before in a webinar series. So we were able to put together that um, in conjunction uh, in partnership with SASTEL and you know, it was well received in the community. Um, they had been asking for it and we, we delivered that. So just in terms of that game sector, because that's something that maybe people don't talk about in to any great extent here in Saskatchewan, because a lot of times when we're talking about specifically tech, it's it's applied. So it will be with agriculture, with this, or with bio or med tech or whatever it is. Um, gaming itself, uh, what do you see as as the 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 future of game development here in Saskatchewan with that Saskatchewan base? Maybe it's people that have relocated here for that quality of life, or maybe they're born and bred here. What do you see as that future? Well, it's definitely a space that uh, Sask, uh, Sask Interactive, as, a, as an advocate in that area, you know, we, we want to uh, mentor in, in it. And the webinar series was about that. And, you know, having advice and guidance from people who are been in this space or who are mentors in the space with the speakers that I've mentioned, you know, we did, we definitely did get a, a high value out of that series based on um, leveraging their knowledge in, in gaming. But um, it's something that we look as part of, you know, there's individual game developers, um, there's freelancers, there's publishers in the space. So a lot of that is um, uh, expertise that we really wanted to tap into deliver it to the gaming community here in Saskatchewan. And I think a lot of that was, um, um, it, it was a, it, it's not unique, but it was unique to us because we were tapping into several different content pieces. And a lot of that was able to um, really provide value to uh, up and coming um, new developers, people who were um, uh, bringing in uh, new game development in the province. So, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that that can actually extend and be a little bit more into what we're actually doing in this space. And I think some of that stuff is, um, is still going to be exciting, even though, um, you know, video gaming, it, it, it's, uh, it's a, it, it, it's not, it has not been strong here, but you can quote me then it, it's a small scene, but it's growing. And, uh, I'm happy to say that that sometimes turns that around, um, uh, in the favor of what's happening in mobile, in VR, in Steam, and, you know, just to name a few of the technologies that's been using there. But, you know, when you talk about, you know, tech in Saskatchewan, people, they don't, they don't quite put the two together. But when you're talking about Unity and, and Unreal and Godot and some of those technologies, you know, haven't even been used here um, unless a couple of years ago. Um, so it does show... Um, the incredible positiveness of that. I think, and may, maybe maybe you agree with this statement, maybe you don't dis don't agree with this statement, but one of the things I've seen too that's almost been a benefit for in terms of educating people outside of that gaming sector has been specifically the application of gamification within other spaces through um, training, safety training, tractor training, whatever that's be, uh, safe manual handling and lifting and, and the such like using, um, you know, Oculus and, and other, other devices. Um, I think that that's 
opened the eyes of of some people and i've 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 worked with um some folks in in regina and we've done uh, i i've seen some amazing work that comes out of saskatchewan and it's then been the the tool that has inspired their kids to look at well hold on maybe i could work in this piece as a future how do i study to go down that pathway what can i do to to chase that the other thing that really excites me and again i'll ask you a question around that the other thing that really excites me is the space between the creative industry and the technology industries and um where that line is between the two it's it's a science it's an art it's it's <laughs> a it's a beautiful thing to see when you see the arts and technology working together it's a magical space because you grab the imagination of the customer of the audience and that's something that then can grow exponentially mm-hmm. to new audiences mm-hmm. so that excites me but just on that first statement seeing the gamification go into different areas to really educate people do you agree that that's that's almost a gateway oh absolutely dan uh, well said you know and I, I think that it begs the question on um Leveraging the, the webinar series that we just had um, that ended in December of last year um, and taking that and promoting a second series in in around the, the VR, AR, AI space um, it, it, and or more um, workshops, webinars um, in the uh, game dev space is exciting because the connection of the two might be a bit disconnected, but I think as it grows and people understand more what we're doing in this space as part of Sask Interactive and my role in Sask Interactive is is really to connect those communities. Um, you know, we have uh, we have Regina uh, Game Dev, we have Saskatoon Game Game Dev, and, and they are there supporting, they're there coaching. You know, they have their discords, and so people are seeing the excitement of that that ecosystem and, and the expanding the, and expanding it and the growth of that. So putting those two together, I think it's a no brainer, definitely a gateway for what Saskatchewan has as part of that. And, you know, we, we do have, um, uh, what, uh, you know, what, look at noodle cake. Um, they're, they're in the mobile game space. Um, there's foolish mortals, you know, they've got a, a game out, a, a strategic game called Radio General. You know, it's out there, and that's for PC. Um, Studio MDHR with their with Cuphead. You know, that's that's getting a huge amount of traction. So, and there's even small fledgling ones like Loot Fox. You know, out of Regina, they're they're building a, a future game. So there there is those examples, and but there is also examples of that growth that these are. These people see the passion in that, and the passion there is is not just today. It's 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 expanding and it's growing that ecosystem in in, in game dev, in, in particular video game dev. Okay, I I I've got this question burning inside of me, and I'm very <laughs> very much wanting to ask it. It's a, addressing that piece where people may look at. You know, I, I'm someone who's into the creative arts, I'm into writing, I'm into storytelling, I'm into whatever they may be into. And um, 
maybe and and maybe they're not the audience of this podcast but maybe there's a relative who is into what we do who could yeah. share this with them maybe they don't immediately see as someone who considers themselves an artist or a creative that there is a gateway for them or, or a route for them to be collaborating and working and co-creating as a part of these studios or or, or truly just individual collaborators um mm -hmm. What would you say to someone who is of that, you know, artist space to say, hey, look, there is this here. Maybe have a look at, see if it scratches that itch for you. And what would their, what would their pathway be to be able to even inquire what that itch scratching looks like? <laughs> yeah, it, it does beg the question. And, and even though it's, um, and again, when I say it's growing and it's a small scene, that in itself shows that there's a lot of a lot of need for people wanting to go down that road. No matter what the IDM or, or the interactive digital media is, or the storyteller or the developer or the freelancer, there is a lot of commonality in that. And I think that that's where the exciting part is: is that yeah, I want to build a, I want to make a game. And I, I, I don't know how to do it. So it's the tools that we're providing that help that. The legal perspective, the, pudge, the pitching perspective, how to publish to your market. That series was well-received. The audience was well-received. Um, it, it, it reached my uh, attention to what is needed. And so I took that, would love to build that on another series so that people can actually look at okay game business level up yeah i think maybe that was a great starting point so we could maybe look it down on on the young guys that are coming uh, and gals that are coming into the industry about what's going on in video game i have a computer science background i want to make a game so it's, it's just not like that right people want to know the journey how they've gotten to there such as ben schmidt at noodle cake you know he co-hosted with me on this series and uh you know, Ben's insight as a Noodle Cake as a studios as a publisher, Ben was also to give his insight and his expertise in that field. So that that lends the, the credence of what's happening in the space where we're we're we are the advocate and the champion of that. So I think people will come to us looking for, hey, I really want to do this. I don't know how to get there. How do I open that proverbial gate that you're mentioning? And how do you share that? And um, it's, it's around these things like the discords and the chats. And, you know, if, if anyone goes into the um, Regina game dev, you know, they'll see so many chats and conversations around what's happening in the game development space. It's exciting stuff. I, 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 I like listening to the discord, but I also like listening to what people are talking about. You know, it's nice to see what when you have your ear to the ground, then it also makes uh, it a little bit more of a, an interesting landscape, for sure. I tell you the impact of your um, webinar series. I went into a, uh, up at University Heights, there is a, um, a store that sells used computer games and, and console games. I am stood there, I'm browsing through rack upon rack of, of game deciding what's suitable <laughs> for my six-year-old and what's not and then going and looking at the reviews going no not that oh no not that one oh yeah maybe that one let's have that as a 
one of the 15 that I've pulled off the rack. Um, <laughs> and, and someone was talking about the webinar series in that store. Right on. And what always strikes me as fascinating, and this isn't something about small community. This isn't something about um, being in Saskatoon or Saskatchewan or, or whatever it is. It was the fact that you and your people that you worked with, those that you collaborated with, produced the right material that, again, I'll use the phrase, scratched the itch with the right people to inspire them to not only consume the series, but then talk about the series. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, I'm not going to say virility or, or that viral nature of making a story live on, or, hey, <laughs> you've got to go and check this out because I've got value from it. That thing is what can help people really come together to make something. Those people who might be in a job or in a role where they are doing something functionally, but actually there might be this passion, that thing that's, you know, it's been in a book on the side of their desk. It's like the <laughs> list of, you know, by the time I'm 40, by the time I'm 50, by the, whatever it is, that it gives them the inspiration to go, okay, I've seen this resource. I've consumed this resource. I can now, you know, take those first steps and move forwards with it. Um, if people did want to um, have a look at the webinar series, can they still do that? Absolutely, yeah. It is on saskinteractive.com. You can find it uh, in our uh, main website uh, at the link at the top. Um, and uh, there is, uh, uh, we monitor and manage that quite clearly So in, in accuracy. So if people want to go in there, we can give them access to uh, the, the, five, uh, the five workshop series, yeah. And Darcy, a huge thank you for joining us once again here on Startupville. If people did want to find out more information directly about you, uh, where could they find that information? <laughs> oh, I'm always accessible. Um, but, uh, you know, on, um, on behalf of Sask Interactive and, and my staff, Ryan Hill in, in Regina, I'd like to you know, thank you for enabling us to be part of your, your 2021 podcast series. Uh, I really enjoy them. I listen to all, all of them. Um, I hope some of my insights and knowledge here today, are, you know, it's, it's all about sharing then, and I'm, I'm very happy about that and exploring more intel and what is happening in the interactive digital media sector in Saskatchewan. And you can find me, uh, any interested audiences who want a, a bit of a deeper dive, they can uh, find our LMEI studies on our website, saskinteractive.com, um, any other contacts, uh, events, um, you know, funding uh, spaces uh, can all be found there as well. Yeah. Darcy McLean, thank you once again. Startupville is brought to you by Innovation Place, helping grow the tech sector in Saskatchewan, Canada, and is produced in partnership with Martin Charlton Communications at betellyourstories.ca. Our show was produced by me, Mike Wolfsfeld, and our host, Dan Gold. Our theme music is from Gigi Riggs and Reactor Productions. Find out more about us and our guests at innovationplace.com slash startupville. And find us on Facebook and Twitter at StartupvillePod. Remember to like, subscribe, and review on iTunes, YouTube, or wherever you like to listen or watch. See you next time on Startupville.